and she don't give a fuck about sports. And I was like, there's no fucking jazz in Utah. There's nothing jazzy about Utah. Yep, there's there, no there's, jazz out of there. <laughs> there's no lakes in L.A. There's no basketball in New York. There's no grizzly bears in Memphis. If y'all don't change... There's, there's no fuck- basketball in New York. Maybe Brooklyn. Because the Knicks suck! <laughs> okay, that's how he wants to open it up. Yeah, that's how we're opening it up. Hey, welcome to the 94.5 Podcast. What up, people? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, we're just here living life. Coquito and THC. I mean, why? And the, why? And, and the why? NYC. Why? Why not? Stop snitching. That's Ain't nobody a, need to know. Ain't it legal? Huh? That's legal. No, it's not. It's not? No. I thought a certain amount of... I'm out here like a smooth criminal. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, speaking of Brooklyn... There we go. How about we talk about that boy Mello first? Do we have to? I mean, he is one of Brooklyn's finest. I mean, he's also he also shouldn't have been player of the week. What? Well, he's player of the month. No, he's not. He's player of the week. I thought he was player of the month. Excuse me, my boy Luca Player of the Month. You make it, man. You make it your fact break. What are you talking about? You player of the week averaging like 22 points a game. You're right. Western Conference Player of the Week. Yeah, you did 57% shooting. You were doing all right. But there were still players that were playing far better than you. Like, you got that just because you got back here. Like, okay, that's cool. So you're going to hate on that man. Yeah. I said the same things about Melo for like the last five years consistently. Melo's problem wasn't anything else other than the fact that Melo did not want to move without the ball and play all these ways. Also, he also doesn't want to play defense either, which he still doesn't. Which is why he's on the perfect team, because they just don't play defense over there. I mean, that is your spot. Orlando's my favorite team, who's doing far worse than the Portland Trailblazers. Well, let's not even talk about that. I was just owning... Trailblazers for right now because they're somewhat the better of the two teams. I'm a, I'm a Damian Lillard fan. I'm not going to sit up here and lie and say I'm a Trailblazers. I'm a I'm a Trailblazers backcourt fan. I like Damian Lillard. I like CJ McCollum. Okay. They have terrible defense. Yeah. But my heart will always belong to the Orlando Magic because of Shaq and Penny. And yeah, the days of yesteryear, and they had that little run with Dwight mm-hmm. and Rashard Lewis. And I mean, Fultz is looking good though. He's looking good. He's looking like he's coming back in a form. It's not going to happen this year. But again, Orlando, told you. Orlando has no direction. Remember, I told you. Told me what? Told you they weren't going to do that great this year. You did. You were right. Yeah. In preseason, you were right. Yeah. It is crazy. I was but right about a lot of things, except for the Spurs. You're definitely not right about the Spurs. I was not right about the Spurs. Not right about the Spurs. <laughs> not, at not at all. I was right about that. And then my exact argument was like, I trust Pop because you were like, you're going against the genius of Pop. I was like, I trust Pop. I do not trust DeMar DeRozan and uh, Lamarcus well, we Aldridge. All right, but before we get over there, because I got another take for that one. Cause we I just, actually, but we jumped off of Melo, so you don't... Yeah, I want to go back I want to go back to Melo. Um, okay. I, like, look, Melo's always been a fine offensive player. He's a Hall of Fame offensive player. Over 20,000 points, though. Look, 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 look. I'm one of the best shooters the league ever seen. Look, I I agree. Good footwork in the post. I agree that he would make the current NBA Hall of Fame, but he's not in my personal Hall of Fame. There is no NBA Hall of Fame. It's the basketball. You know what I mean? He's not in my personal Hall of Fame. But we know that. Yeah. Like so, I look while on paper he is. I don't think I've ever looked at Melo and said he's the best player in the league. No, 
Right, and I've never looked at Melo as that truly transformative piece. I've always seen him as your best role would either be you're the clear-cut number two on the team and the number one isn't a guy that needs to score to be successful. Like, we can use you for offense, but we all know this is my squad. I feel like, here's my thing with Melo. I feel like he's somebody who was, usually people say ahead of their time, he's somebody who's behind his time. I feel like, when Melo, no, I'm being for real. I know what you mean, but like, it's yeah. funny when you go like, he was just, he just lived too young. Like, if he was older, he yeah, was like, he's, like, yo, fam, Melo with the exact same game at like 94, yo, a beast. He's killing Post, shoot, like all that, but it's just like, and it's him and D Wade a little bit to a certain extent where it's like, the league changed from mid-range shooting to more ball movement, less hero ball. Yeah, but the only less physical. With, it is like. But the only thing with D Wade is that D Wade recognized that right away and tried. He didn't have the talent for it, but he tried, which is weird no, because we're talking about our, our my third you. and your second greatest shooting guard of all time. But what we're talking about is that like he, unlike Melo, actively tried to adapt. To the system as it was changing, it didn't work out the way that he wanted it to. Well, I think, but he tried to. Melo, in my mind, just never wanted. He was like, "Nah, I'm gonna keep playing this way because this is who I am, and I'm never gonna change it." And I think that's also one of the reasons why he had such a hard time finding a spot in the league because they're just like, "You're not willing to change who you are, and we don't need that on our squad." Um. I would say with D Wade, I don't think he changed much because I think the difference between D Wade and Carmelo was something you said about Carmelo before. D Wade always moves without the ball. Like he always got points cutting to the basket because of who he is. Yeah, I think he's more I, slasher. Yeah, and I think that's a big difference that D Wade is just more athletic. What than I meant Carmelo. was for him trying to integrate the three point shot. Oh yeah, he tried game. even though it never. Really no, worked. that's what I meant. Right, Not necessarily. Right. Like I meant like he had to add other aspects to his game. Right. I just felt that. Wade realized, oh shit, we're going to be taking a lot more threes. I kind of have to try and get good right. at this and it just never happened for him. Unlike LeBron, whose talent is almost limitless, he picked up he picked up on it and became a very good three-point shooter when he solid three-point shooter. He became when he first when he was playing with uh we're talking about 2012 what Miami Heat? Yeah, Miami Heat Brown. He had a run where he was very good, but I would say career-wise, he's a good three-point shooter. Over over his entire career, yeah, he's good. But, but I'm talking about Miami. There yeah, was a yeah, point yeah, in yeah, time yeah. where it was just like you were looking at him and you were like, "Okay, yeah. <laughs> what? The only person that can stop him is JJ Barea. <laughs> this guy. Lock that man up in the paint. This guy is <laughs> JJ Barea. This guy. Nah, but. My other, my other, this is my nitpick thing with Melo and the, and the Portland Trailblazers is like, they were just talking about this and they were just like, Melo said he's going to retire until Portland reached out to him. And this is like my petty thing. It's just like, so David Lillard reached out to you once. You said no. He reached out to you again. You said no. And you still didn't reach out to him. Portland had to reach out to you a third time, but you were going to retire. 
which makes me feel a certain type of way because it's like you haven't really I don't changed. Wanna, I don't want to beg. I don't want to beg for you in order to come play here, especially when and I'm it's the also, only place offering you a spot. Like right. fuck off. And it's also like that means to a certain extent you haven't humbled yourself because you really when you're back in the league, your agent is not supposed to be exhausting all possibilities, and that's on you as a player to talk to your agent and say, talk to everybody. So you weren't really that serious. No. If Portland had to reach out to you and you not reach out to Portland, you weren't that serious. Like, I had the biggest debate with my boys one time about Melo, and they were like, don't you think Melo deserves a shot on the Olympics? I'm like, he doesn't deserve shit. Well, I don't think, here's the thing, I don't think anybody deserves anything, but right. I would like to see Melo on the Olympics. No, team. and I said too, I'm like, yo, if he makes it there, that's nice, but he doesn't deserve a shot the same way he didn't deserve another chance in the NBA. Yeah. If GMs and everybody else across the board that know far more about basketball than you did say that, yo, we don't think you still have it in you, then that says a lot more about you than it does about them. And my, nope. boy, my, my boy Jay Crossover still not in the league. I don't understand that. My man was putting up buckets his last game. Like, he wasn't popping, but whatever. Nah, and then it's like, the whole thing is like, I just, I don't know. Like, I've just never been like a true Mellow fan. And then him coming out there doing the interviews and talking about he doesn't know why he got let go from the Houston Rockets. And I said, maybe it's because he didn't want to play in a way that was conducive to them winning. And it also corresponds with them. And also, Melo had a problem with the defensive coach. I was going to say, that's the biggest thing. The guy they wanted to bring in for defense did not like Melo from, I think, the Nuggets, right? Right. And then I'm just saying, it's like, all these things kind of coincide with each other. And it's like, yo, like... This is all factorials. Yeah, I'm just not... I, I'm just like, yo, I'm just not big and... I'm never going to be a true Mellow fan. I'm sorry. I'm not particularly a Mellow fan. I think where we differ is just how we see his level of talent. That's it. I think he's extremely talented. I just think that he's martyred with making short-sighted moves and it, all, it always coming across as him being selfish in those moves. I think my biggest thing against Mellow is probably the whole forcing his way to the Knicks hampering the Knicks and also hampering himself in the long run. But that's a part of my whole selfishness desire out over there and stuff like that. Portland's legitimately saying, come here. We already have the system in place. We know how we want to use you. Come here. And you're like, no, nah, I'll go to OKC. Then now I'll go to the Rockets. <laughs> then now I'll probably retire. Oh, you guys are offering me money? Like the tra- Portland Trailblazers aren't the New York Knicks. <laughs> They're not. They're not. Like, how dare you? They're actually a well-run organization. No, but what I'm saying is, like, how dare you? Like, you heard that thing that Richard Jefferson said. When he was talking about he knew it was his time to retire when the Knicks reached out and offered him a contract. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Damn. Yeah. Damn. He, he was just like, that's how he knew it was time for him to hang it up when the only team that was in the league that was offering him a contract was the New York Knicks. He was like, yeah. I'm washed. <laughs> you know what it takes in order to get a professional athlete to look himself in the mirror and go like, I'm washed. What do you think about Richard Jefferson, boy? You can keep it at 100 up there. He's, oh, man. His story is about Gilbert Arenas, a.k.a. My, my NBA spirit animal. Gilbert Arenas. I would say half the shit that Gilbert Arenas does just just, just on GP. No, no <laughs> chill, Gil. Uh-uh. So, moving right along, how do you feel about the NBA and the schedule change and the midseason tournament playing and shorten to 78 games. I would love it if they found a way for it to work organically. 
Like, what would the structure of the midseason tournament be? I also kind of like it if you did, like, a play-in for the playoffs, but then you changed it to the top 15, so that this way... Oh, so the last 16 teams would be a play-in? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Or even you reward guys for actually having the best record rather than, than just with home court advantage, and you say, hey, there's a play-in for the last two spots for the playoffs, and then what that does is... You make it the top 14 teams have to struggle to fight for their one. So this way it's no longer that half the league makes it. And on the other end, what you do is you tell these guys that there's importance of them trying to make the playoffs this year. Not just for talent-wise, because it's probably it's more than likely going to be a breeze if you're there. But it doesn't also change your lottery status. Like imagine a play-in tournament for there with all the bottom teams. Right. But then it also doesn't change your spot in the lottery. Right. So this way, it doesn't disincentivize you from trying to make the playoffs. And if anything, you expose a lot of younger talent to the playoffs much earlier so that they kind of understand that this is something that we kind of need to strive for and get. And imagine, imagine, imagine this like NCAA, a 16 upsets a one. They make it to the, the second round or something else like that at the playoffs. They lose and then they end up with the number one overall pick. Also, I'm going to throw this in, too. I also would like to see them change the first round back instead of a seven-game first round, a best-of-five. I know that's crazy when I say that, but I would rather see first round go back to best-of-five. I feel like there were more upsets in the best-of-five. Yeah, of course. And it's also the added non-wear and tear. And a lot of times, the first round, especially now, if they're going to do that, like you just said, that makes the first round even more exciting. That gives the other a hot team the chance to come in. And yeah, get but that more likely will never happen because of the money. That, yeah, that's yeah, that, the owners that's want that real that, money. The owners want that playoff money. <laughs> Not even just the owners because the players, the, the players, the players don't want to give yeah. up that money because all that because that's not money from the like the owners. I think wouldn't care about doing that, but I think it's more the players because the league is playing the players for the playoffs, not the teams. Right. So you get paid for eighty-two games, which is another reason why I kind of hate load management because. You're just saying it's okay for me to take time off, but you're also not giving up that check. Like, if you're taking a day off... Well, I hate low bench because I thought the whole idea of 82-game season was to see how much stamina you have. A la baseball, where baseball is not as physical as a game like football or hockey, but they play 162 so games that at that point, what it is, is that's an added on thing. That's how I always thought about basketball, but, I mean, I don't know. I guess if you want to maximize your ability to win a championship, since everything's about chips... Which is the thing that I kind of hate about just the whole structure of it all. Which is like, we only kind of look at it for championships, which well, is... Well, we don't, which is why we know that LeBron's the best of all time. Yeah. But <laughs> I think but, just the way how the casual fan looks at it, well, how many championships did this person win? How much did they do in that third? And it's like, it's kind of a, it's kind of a bullshit-ass argument. But it, it matters in some context, but not all. I think it matters... I think it matters a little bit. I think it's like... It might be twenty five or twenty percent of the argument, in my opinion. No, yeah, like I said, in some contexts it matters. Like the difference between, like, let's say, uh, I just wanted to put a percentage on it for me. To like, me, it's like twenty percent of the argument. Where would we have been? Where would we have been arguing this? Like, who would you rather have, uh, in prime, uh, Charles or prime uh, Dirk? Prime Dirk. But a lot of people would then say, well, prime Dirk because Dirk won a ring. Oh, that's not why I was at prime. Dirk. No, I know I why. I know why that. you oh. wouldn't do it, but I was just trying to think of an example where, 
comparing that, somebody that was, to a ring. That was a bad example only because Dirk is taller and has a better jump shot. So then how about, um, poor example, because now I'm thinking right off the top of my head, uh, where we ranked Reggie Miller, where you had Reggie Miller ranked a lot higher than I did, but then I said I didn't rank him that high because I just, he just to me, he just never got it done. That is very true. Where but his career stats should always rank him a lot higher, but he's yeah. not there because then you kind of go like, he never won a ring, and then it's like... Yeah, but I always kind of chalked it up to like the era he played in, who he played against, unfortunately. You played against the greatest shooting guard of all time. And so. you ran into the Knicks. And then when you got to the finals, you played against arguably... You are arguably two top 10, 215 players of all time. I mean, you got to the finals running into Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. Prime Shaq and right going into his prime Kobe, which is like... He wasn't winning that. He wasn't going to win. He wasn't winning that. <laughs> he wasn't like... Shaq at that time was like, like 8% Rich, body fat. Reggie Miller just had a string of like, I mean, like he's somebody like... And then the year that they could have won, where they could have beaten the Lakers, which was the year that... Uh, which was the year that... um That they had played the Pistons in the Eastern Conference Finals... Oh, they lost Jermaine, to the Pistons, right? Yeah, they lost to the Pistons. Jermaine O'Neal was hurt or something? Jermaine O'Neal and Ron Artest was over there. Because actually, Malice of the Palace happened not... The anniversary of Malice of the Palace happened not too recently. Yeah. And Reggie Miller was telling a story about how he realized that Ron Artest just is not the one to fuck with. <laughs> he was like... He could look at Ben Wallace and go like, okay, you knew that it's a fight with Ben Wallace, but he was like, the look in Ron's eyes is that you just knew that he just wasn't the one to fuck with. And just to throw in a random fact, because it's one of my favorite players, before Kyrie and LeBron did it, Reggie Miller and Jalen Rose were only two teammates to both score 40 points in the game in the NBA Finals. Which they won that game, but that lets you know how good the Lakers were, that like Jalen Rose and Reggie Miller were playing at the peak of their powers, yep. giving everything they had, and they still, I mean, I mean, they I got, liked it. They, they, I got two, they got two like games. Peak of their powers. They were. They, they got two games. I mean, they didn't get swept. It was four or six, but it was just like, they, the two games they won, they barely won, and the four games they lost, it was clearly the yeah, like, a better team. He, look, he got there. He got there. No like, one said you had to win. This isn't like Barry Bonds, who... Actually, Barry Bonds said it. Barry Bonds was not, is not a very humble man. In my opinion, he's the greatest baseball player I've ever seen. Barry Bonds? Dude, dude's amazing. I mean, he's good. He's I mean, amazing. He's... Look at his... I, I, all jokes aside, I know this is all basketball, but when you have another chance, like look at his career stats. Even prior to the quote unquote steroids, which they were never able to prove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, bro, I'm a baseball fan. I got all the respect in the world for Barry Bonds. I got all the They res- never they were never able to prove steroids. I have all the look, let me just get this off. I have all the respect in the world for Barry First Bonds. Of all, put a pause on that. I don't want to hear nothing about getting off. Right? <laughs> I have all the respect in the world for Barry Bonds. And of course, it wasn't proven. That That's true. All right. But fam. Innocent until proven <laughs> guilty. The size of that man's head. These our are man. the law of our land. Okay? <laughs> you are fun. innocent until proven guilty. And unlike that cheater, Roger Clemens, he was on the list. Conseco ratted him out. Conseco never said nothing about Bonds, though. <laughs> never said nothing about Bond. He named everybody else. He even said, yo, I know A-Rod was doing this. Everybody was like, 
Not A Rod. A Rod ain't gonna do this. A <laughs> Rod's supposed to replace Bond. Cause we don't wanna give Bond that credit. Y'all know Babe Ruth black too. Shut up, baseball. Well, Babe Ruth is black. Babe Ruth but black. All the best players is black. is a better fielder than Barry Bonds, regardless of what performance-enhancing things he was taking. He's a better fielder than Bonds. Yeah, but he and this, actually, I know it's difficult. He was to, actually taking steroids. Barry Bonds, we don't know that. I know that. No, you don't. <laughs> I know that. No, you don't. Have you talking to Barry Bonds? Have you had a conversation with him in which he was telling you he was shooting up in the gym? No, I was trying to have a conversation with Barry Bonds, but the nigga's bicep was in the way. Uh, and you know why? Because he stayed in the gym. All right? Yeah. He was dedicated to that workout. He didn't do no steroids, okay? Yeah. So Mark McGuire did steroids either, huh? Mark McGuire actually was on the Conseco report. He actually did it with him. <laughs> same, same thing for that Michael Jackson intimidating Sammy Sosa. Cause he went from black to pink real quick. Yo, we got we got to get off this. He said Barry Bonds. Look, Barry Bonds <laughs> said it the best. The man never did steroids, but he said my goal was always to make the World Series, not to necessarily win one. So he said he got there. Okay. Look, that's what he said. Okay, that's what his gotta... beautiful wife said. This is laughable. We gotta get out of Barry. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't want, I don't I don't feel like you should be slandering a black man right now, okay? The man <laughs> was innocent. They never found nothing on him. Oh god. Barry Bonds. The man greatest baseball player to never do steroids. He ain't the greatest nothing. Okay. He's a great baseball player. Great test. I love him. Barry is not the greatest baseball player of all say, time. Say what you want. Who had the single season home run record? With an asterisk on it. What, what, what asterisk? The asterisk I put on it. What what was that? <laughs> What's that? Yeah, let's get back to basketball. All I'm saying is I can't that, take this seriously. All I'm bro. saying is that why is there an asterisk on the black man's achievement? Huh? There's an asterisk that's Sammy Sosa. I got an asterisk next to Mark McGuire. There's a reason for asterisk. <laughs> they got proven to be on roids. Where's Barry Bonds positive <laughs> test? Where's his positive test? Yeah, we totally off topic. Oh yeah, we're off topic because you know what? Because guess what? Barry Bonds did no drugs, unlike DeAndre Ayton. Okay. Bro, bro, I'm done. I'm done. Cut it off. This dude's wild. Said Barry Bonds of all people. What are you talking about? One of the greatest black players to if play the, the game if, of basketball. If the needle don't time. fit, you must have quit. <laughs> it worked for OJ, didn't it? Them gloves ain't fit, right? He ain't do it. His son did it. But let me not even get into that. <laughs> okay. His son did it. Watch. Oh, Jesus. This the only dude. son that said his dad was innocent the whole time. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. My dad ain't do it. Yeah, because you did it. Okay, so back to the <laughs> NBA. Uh, so the one thing I wanted to talk about was. So they're talking about the four final teams. They might do like a reseeding when they get to the four final teams. How do you feel about that? I feel like they should do a reseeding after every round of the playoffs. I feel like you having you being number one in your conference should allow you the easiest path there. And a I don't reseeding after every round. After every round, that's unheard of. So, <laughs> Yo, that's. But once you're in the That's back, a hot take. But what what difference is what difference does it make? That's, that is no, no, definitely growing up on Instagram. What post difference tonight. does it make if you already know that you're having these playoff games there? You just don't know who the opponent is just yet. 
Like every team kind of okay, books so how, it out this way. So how is the reseeding? So how do you reseed? Is it based off of the season or your playoff performance? And who's voting on the reseeding? No, the reseeding is just as this one. Listen, number one okay. will always play the team that's the lowest rated seed. So it's one versus eight, right? Okay. Two versus seven, so on and so forth. So let's say for some reason seven knocks off two. Right. Why does seven get to play four or three in the next round while number one has to go play five? No, I should be able to play seven because they're the lowest rated team. Well, I think I thought the whole purpose of that was because you want to give seven a chance. Like you were saying before, like with the plan. I thought that was the way to get seven a chance to get to a conference final. I thought that was the whole purpose. That's no, how I interpreted it. No, they're not reward. They're not rewarded for being one of the worst teams. If we well, did, if we this, did it the way how we did it, you're also not reward. You shouldn't be rewarded. I don't think it's a reward because another team just outperformed you so much during the regular no, season. What I'm I think is, that it's one versus eight, two versus seven. Right? It's not a reward. It's like you're it's a reward seven, for you, number one. What do you? I see. Right, but what I'm saying is for number seven, it's not. It's like seven just beat two. Right. So now they played very well or better than... So now they have a chance to make a conversation. You don't put no. them against the one. You should. <laughs> you know, you're just grimy. That's how I look at it. I look at you being grimy. I'm not. So, like, you're number seven. You barely made the playoffs. Now you upset number two. Now, now be number one. Yeah. Savagery. <laughs> your, path, your path to glory should be difficult. Agree to disagree. I'm just saying we're just throwing you to the wolves. Yes. <laughs> why? Why is it? No. What I'm saying is you just because, that okay. the fifth seed because is this, this, generally considered a better team than the seventh seed. Of course. Uh, barring barring injury, why is it that the one who was able to play the last team in the eighth seed would now have to play the fifth seed, while the seventh seed now has to only play against the fourth? It's just like. The gap because you already said you were the best. Now you have to go out there and prove the best. The seventh seed I is am. proving that I am. I already proved. I already proved I'm better than you. And Let you. me show the whole stage all over again <laughs> that I'm better than you. I feel like you're making it too easy for the for a one seed though. We want to see the one. Guess seed what? Challenge. Number two, handle your fucking business like you're supposed upset. to. Number two seed. What about when you? What about when your Mavericks went out there and lost to, to the Believe Ghost Warriors? Look, my man just had a flag. He paused. He's like, yeah, I paused because I was just like, I didn't know which Warriors you were thinking about because I blocked out that the, entire postseason. The we believe. What are you talking Darren about? Darren Davis. What are you talking about? Stephen Jackson. When you mean my man in Indiana, punch your face. Stephen Jackson is a, was a ball player. Look, all I'm saying is ask Dirk about them boys. Nah, nah. Look. That and technically ugliest speaking, jerseys I've ever seen. Yeah, but what I will say about that one team, just as a slight caveat, because I hate the way how it comes off, is it's like that was the only team in the league to have a winning record against the Mavs that entire season. But they shouldn't have. It, it's a matchup for me. That's all matchup. That's cute. That's all I'm saying. That's cute. You went sixty-seven and fifteen, and that's the only team to have a winning record against you but the they entire year. Talent-wise, they shouldn't. What they should have did was they should have just they should have went sixty-six and sixteen, and then guess what? The Clippers would have been in there, and that was a team that you waxed all year. You probably would have won. You probably would have went back to the finals the year after. But that's not what happened. 
That's not what happened. Anyway. Those warriors believed. I still. And they achieved. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I still say that I think that it you should be rewarded for taking the regular season. No, because you, you know what? You are rewarded with the one seed. Yeah, but then guess what? And you get to play eight. Right, and then after that. And now you, get to, you get to play five. You're four better than them. Four slots better than them. You're still better than them. I should, st- I should play the guys that I'm six spots better than. I'm just just saying that puts a greater onus back on the regular season and now you're not worried about this load management shit because you're like we're going to have the easiest path to the finals as long as we take care of business during the regular season we have to agree to disagree on this one so it's safe to say you're fine with them reseeding for the final four teams yes so then why would you recede once you got to the to the final four if you're not going to just recede after every round what's the logic behind that because if I'm still the one and the seven's still there, I'm still playing you anyway. Listen, I'm not Adam Silver. I'm not proposing this. I'm just letting Adam you know. Adam Silver went to Duke. He's going to do the right thing after every <laughs> round, okay? <laughs> That's I, your logic. After every round. His logic is Adam Silver went to Duke. Adam okay. Silver did go to Duke. Okay, I know, but I'm just saying that's your logic of yes. him being right. That's yeah. the right of him doing, doing the right thing because he went to Duke. That is amazing. Works for me. So we know where your kids are going. Of course. <laughs> they don't got no choice. I'm pretty sure they have a choice. They don't have a choice. <laughs> I've already is... mapped it out. When I get kids, they're going to get baby Duke jerseys and all this other stuff. I, I got it worked out. So on to the next Got to on... get the wifey on board with it from early that the kids are going to go to North Carolina instead of stay in New York. The whole thing. So on to the next, on, on to the next one. And we're back at this conversation again because it had to come back up again because they are talking to Trey about this. Luke and Trey. The never-ending debate. I don't really think it's much of a debate anymore. I think sure. it is. Last time I checked, my man Trey was averaging 28 points, 8 assists a game. He only about 5 foot 10. Yeah, and they also sucked the big one. Well, it's a different thing. You're comparing apples to oranges. I'm just saying. That and that's a quote from Trey Young. You're comparing apples to oranges. All I'm saying they is that brought Luke is on that team, they, on that team, maybe John Collins doesn't. You know, smoke the weed. <laughs> oh, that got to do anything. <laughs> and at now all. he's catching lobs <laughs> from Luca in the paint. I think the reality is that the Mavericks are more in a win now mode. They brought veterans in. Yeah, because they realized that they have a future all time great in Luca and was just like, yo, we gotta make sure to maximize this guy's potential and get him to Mount Rushmore status. And the Hawks ASAP. have a future Hall of Famer themselves. They got a they got a good guy. And a potential MVP player. They got a good guy. Like I said, future Hall of Famer and potential MVP. Mm-hmm. Average twenty eight and eight. Okay. At five foot ten. Alright, that's cool. So that's all I'm trying to say. He not averaging thirty, ten and ten. He's also not six foot eight. That's cool. And that matters. Okay, but you on the court though. <laughs> you name me one player under six foot five, average triple double. They don't. How exist. many players in the league? No, I'm just. You mean saying, right now? No, I looked it up. There's no player ever. I thought Ru- I thought Russ was six four. I thought he was six five. No, I could swear he was six four. Well, here's the thing. Russell Westbrook is a freak of an athlete. No, no, no. Don't kind of qualify. <laughs> I already asked the question. <laughs> I'll put a qualifier on. Listen, oh, listen, well, listen. Hold on. Here's the caveat listen. now because. <laughs> yeah, this is a caveat it now. Didn't take, it didn't take too long for me to find that one. I'm just saying. Yeah, just like no one actually caught Barry Sanders with them steroids, right? Barry who? 
Barry Bonds. Oh, because I was like, how dare you disrespect Barry Sanders? I would never do that. That's my fault. Yeah. That's terrible. And guess what? You should also have reverence for the other Barry because he was never caught, okay? (laughs) Which means that he's innocent, which means that he never did. It's so ridiculous. What? Anyways, anyways. What are you talking about? Show me the positive test. Anyways. (laughs) Because I can look it up right now and find article after article about that juice and Mark McGuire. (laughs) Juice. Okay. Sammy Sosa juiced so much he juiced the ble- he juiced the melatonin out of his skin. Melanin, my bad. <laughs> Both probably. Eh, probably. So, anyways, back to Luca and Trey. For those who don't know, they just interviewed Trey recently, mm-hmm. and the topic of the Luca Trey trade came up because it's always going to come up. Yeah, I agree. I, I agreed with what he said. And like he said, it's apples to oranges. Like Atlanta's literally going through rebuilding. They drafted Cam Reddish who. I picked as a potential rookie of the year. Seems like I'm way fucking wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm way off base because that boy is doing a hot cup of nothing right now. Yep. Um, and I thought that they were going to be like a really solid shooting backcourt. Um, and for the Mavericks, it also doesn't help that a lot of their squad is completely surrounded by a lot of. This is a younger squad. And it's a far younger squad. Yeah. I. I Look, I shit on the Atlanta Hawks, but I understand what they're doing. They're doing the long road build up. It's just the fact that it doesn't look good right now. It, it look looks like a lot of empty stats. It is a lot of empty stats. And we're only hoping that these players can grow together and they find something that works. Yeah. But I will say this their city jerseys are way better than the Mav City jerseys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The peach tree with the black and the gold. Yeah. I might got I might got a cop one of those. That's kind of fly. The Mavs jerseys look like a reject jersey from 1994. I don't know what they was thinking. Yeah, they. I they, like the color palette. You know, the they lettering did. is like you some know shit they out did. They, you know what they did. Uh, they asked the white kid that never been to the hood. Hey, give us an <laughs> urban design. <laughs> 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 I was gonna say, I was like, yo, it looked like those airbrushers you do uh, downtown Brooklyn back in there. Remember air, yeah. airbrush shirt? That's what it looked like. Like, I like the color palette. Like, I like the green. I color like the blue. It's great. But I the like lettering, it. I'm just like, wait, what's going on? I don't like it. And it also, you know what? Also makes it look bad because the Brooklyn Nets have a similar type of graffiti street art type pattern. Yeah, but their shit and is black said, and white, so it's like it looks yeah. so much. And cooler. it says Bed Stuy, and it got the Coogee print down the side. I'm just. You didn't, oh, so you, you didn't notice that, did you? No. Yeah. They say bed, sty, bed, die, sty. That's the other one. There's two of them. The one that just says B-K-L-Y-N. The other one says bed, sty, and they got the Coogee print down the side. Oh, I might have to cop that. Yeah, that's fire. Yeah, I might have to cop that. Yo, it's fire. I was like, wait, what? I was watching the game, I think, on the Yes Network or something like that. I was just like, wait, wait, what's that? Hold on. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> Let me put some Brooklyn in it. Hey. <laughs> I was like, yo, they're, they're fire. Atlanta got fire jerseys. A couple people. Oh, and the Clippers. The Clippers city jersey is crazy. That lettering? Yeah. I was just like, with the black and white? They did their shit. But they, they got Lakers beat on that for sure. Yeah. I like the, I mean, I like the Lakers jerseys where they with the Shaq. With the, with the, I wish they, I wish they the had decided letters. to keep the Crenshaw ones. Because the Crenshaws, well, they never; those weren't real jerseys, though. Well, LeBron was sporting one. Well, so but I'm they were saying. never official jerseys. We all wanted them to actually be official jerseys, but they're yeah, not. Yeah, like they're not going to do be, that. Th- come on, man! 
That jersey was fire. You were it looking was at super like, fire, but like, it's yeah, like yeah, I want that. But it's like it's in blue and it's a gang affiliation thing, and they're not gonna <laughs> they're not gonna wear crit blue <laughs> in court. First of all, there's many colors underneath the sun. Okay, this just there so are many colors. It just so happens that it's this just so happen. I'm just saying, it just so happened to be one. It's not our <laughs> fault that there's an affiliation with something that you guys think is I un- mean, you could try to chalk it up to the Minneapolis Lakers, I guess, but <laughs> you could try to be like... Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. It's blue, like the lakes in Minneapolis. <laughs> what? You gotta say... You can't say... Yo, oh, if had, yo listen, if we only had videos so that we see your hand movement... <laughs> I did, I did, I did the little, I did the little wusa coming down over there. Look, it's tranquil, like a lake. That's why we picked this blue. There we but go. Yeah, we all wanted the Crenshaw jerseys, but we knew that wasn't gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, I, at this point, I'm, I know it's, but it doesn't matter. Pure bias. The Mavs are winning, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't want to compare Luca to Trey anymore. Well, because in, no, because in my mind, my man, my mind's never gonna move off the fact that I think Luca has. All the markings of being an all-time great. You said that. Before. Yeah, an all-time great, and I right. just don't look. I like Trey. I don't think he. I think he's going to be a very good player for a very long time. I don't see that when I see him. And then also at the same point, Luca's starting to be compared to other players, right? Right now, and I just don't like yo. Like, let's start comparing him to what other people are comparing him to, like. Hey, he's getting compared to 20-year-old LeBron. He's getting compared to this, that, and the third. Look, LeBron James is the best player to ever play the basketball, and the fact that at any one point in your career, you have such, you, you've been sustaining a level of play so early that you're being compared to him. Look, I like Trey. I don't think he ever hits that level, whatever it is to be compared to that because I don't think that you I don't think people even remotely look at his comps anywhere near the same well, as you would Luca's comparison. Well, that's thing. why I brought up the size thing. There's no way to look because there's never there's gonna be an aspect of their game that's just not gonna Right matter. and however the skill wise my last argument was I don't know about skill wise. However mm-hmm. when you compare Trey to Steph Curry and Steve Nash, who are both yeah. Two-time MVPs. One of them is the first unanimous one, which made no sense because one guy was just like, let me go vote for fucking Melo because he's more valuable than LeBron. Shut the fuck up. That's the reason why your vote got taken away, bitch. <laughs> same person that didn't vote for Shaq. Every- That's the same person? No, no, no. It was oh. a, I think it happened to someone else. It was like the same person that didn't vote for Shaq that didn't allow Shaq in it. It was like... What is your argument for it? Oh, I feel like Melo's more valuable. They lost in the first round. <laughs> Knicks suck. <laughs> oh God, they suck. So that that that's my argument when people say like it's not comparison. When I look at the way the league is, when I look at the fact that yeah, his stats might be empty now because the Hawks aren't winning, but twenty eight and eight on a bad team. If he gets another player on his team, he easily is averaging double digit assists. Wait, he. Wait, you said twenty-eight, eight, and eight? No, just twenty-eight and eight. Okay, because I thought I thought you said twenty-eight, eight, and no, eight, no, and I was just no, I was like, no, wait, no, wait, 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 no, wait. No, 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 there's no, no way. No. And if he's doing all that on this team, it's just like 
I don't know. Like you, they gotta do something. But I, but I feel like, but here's my thing. Even though he's not averaging eight boards, and again, that's a that's a hype thing. He'll never average eight boards. The fact that he's averaging twenty eight points and eight point three rebounds, I, that's why I'm just like, well, if he has somebody else to pass to, he's easily averaging ten eleven assists a game. I don't I don't doubt that his passing or anything else like that goes up. Uh, I'm just saying, like both of them, trade for MVP. No, I'll put it out there right now. No. Both of them can <laughs> both of them can right. average double both of them easily could average double digit assists. I think that legitimately Trey Young, maybe he didn't drink enough milk growing up. Cause like well, if, no, his, his pops is just mom's book short. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's one of them things. This is oh, like his dad just, is like really there's, yeah. there's just no there's no chance for him. He never had a chance. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That boy, yeah, I've seen him. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, like, if he's his doing father, the, I believe, also actually played Oklahoma. Because remember, look at look at how this is different if he's six four. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why I keep bringing up the height thing. I'm just like, well, he's he he's never going to grab eight boards a game consistently. He's never because I think he's already had a career high where he's had like nine boards or something like that. But just like that's a, a lot fluke. of those, a lot of those long, are long range tip yeah, outs that's and things like that, and you got it because someone tipped it. There's out no way he's not gonna like Luca or LeBron going to the post and like actually throw an elbow and grab a board. This is not gonna happen. Yeah, because you know my boy Luca did. Uh, 33, 18, and 5 in 28 minutes. I don't give a damn who it's against. You're playing against NBA players. It's fucking impressive. Not against the Pelicans. It's impressive. This isn't against the Warriors. They got some players on their squad. They have They have a lot of players that went to Duke on that team, so they're a fundamentally (laughs) sound team, okay? Yeah, I remember when I saw that too. I was just like, "Wait a minute, what?" Dukesville. They got a Duke. The Pelicans are basically a team. Dukesville. They gonna watch. They gonna name. They gonna rename the stadium to Krzyzewskiesville. Part which is two. Crazy, but yeah, we're gonna stop talking about Luca and Trey because we've talked about that like the last few podcasts. Uh, we'll we stop talking about Trey, but Luca is still gonna be breaking all these statistical stuff. This is important. He's in the MVP race. He's going to keep coming up. And if we keep talking about Luca, I'm bringing up Trey every time. So, anyways. But why? Trey's not in the MVP. Like, I'm, no, like, objectively speaking, like. He's not in your MVP race. Same way, like, Melo's not in your Hall of Fame. In my MVP race, Trey's in my I MVP really race. wish you could see my face right now because <laughs> I just gave him the only really nigga face. Like, really nigga. Like, you're really, really. Discount your whole basketball knowledge right now. Like, discount it all to try and make that claim. I've made it. Oh, 28 points and 8 assists. I said it. He's not winning. That's not his fault. It is his it's fault. It's not his fault. That He's a player on the team, it's right? It's not his fault. He's the leader of that team. It's not his fault. That's your manager when I've got Cam Reddish. That's not his fault. Who are you talking about? Cam Reddish went to Duke. How dare you? Your, your, your pick for rookie of the year. And now you And now you're going to try and welch on it. It's been Welsh. A I didn't quarter, try. I didn't try. I Welsh. <laughs> you already gave up. I Welsh like grape you, juice. I Welsh. You already gave up. How dare you? So let's talk about James Harden, that strange dunk at the end of the game. and uh, What end of the game? It was eight minutes to go. In the fourth quarter. It's towards the end of the game, no? It was eight minutes to go. That's not the end of the game. It's towards... When we talk about four quarters... Now you're just nitpicking. You know what I mean. I'm not calling that the end of the end of the game is the last two minutes. You know what I mean. In the fourth quarter. Yeah. And also him with the. Uh, you mean with eight minutes to go? Yeah, in the fourth quarter with eight minutes you, to go. You, you know what I mean. Uh huh. 
New York, man. Now you niggas played it. Look, all I'm saying <laughs> is, is just that when you do it, we need to make sure that the context is properly built there. Okay, I will hope that people that listen to this podcast watch basketball and they know what I'm talking about. I can't safely assume that. We're also we're also assuming that somebody that a five years. Fan no, I'm this? sorry that someone five years from now can't be going back and listening through the archives. I think it's very important that we set up the scenario properly, that we say James Harden with seven minutes and fifty eight seconds to go had a rebound taken away from had a, a dunk taken away from them when they were up by thirteen points. And are now bitching about it because they lost in double overtime. You were just like the New Orleans Saints. Shut the fuck up. You have other parts of the wait, game. Wait, 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 wait. Just like what? Just like the New Orleans Saints from last first year. Of all, first of all, I'm that's the, not let, even a comparison. It is. You had your defense and you also had possessions in overtime. Don't give me no shit about, oh, just because we, this one play happened, everything else changed. You there are multiple aspects of the game. You had eight minutes left to go with a thirteen point lead. Damn. Don't Damn. come after it after you Damn. lost in double overtime, bitching. Because you listen, sound listen, weak listen. and you sound soft. Listen, whatever you want to say about the Rockets, fine. We're not gonna compare the Saints thing to the Rockets thing. It's not even it's, it's not even close. It's the same thing. How? It's all sour grapes. Oh well, because this one play didn't happen. We didn't somehow win. Even though we would have won. The Saints game was way closer. And guess what? They had their defense. They also, it went into overtime. But it shouldn't have, bro. That's the point. Should have, would have, could have. It did, and you had other aspects of your game. You comparing apples to paninis, nigga. That's not the same thing, bro. Both of them are delicious. That's that's how far (laughs) off you are. You're right. They're both delicious. I got a panini person to crib. Oh, you did? You went to Black Friday shopping? no, I've been having one. We have a little Oh, well, excuse yeah. me. Just got panini presses out over Chef here. Chef Boy or Steve. Oh, I, I guess I got to go visit Steve sometimes because I like paninis. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's that. We, we're not even, I'm not even going to acknowledge that fo- that tomfoolery. It's, for but, me, it's what? not. For me, it's not because under my, look, even if you don't, look, even if we want to get off of that one and we want to just talk about the Rockets one. You had yeah, eight minutes. You had that. eight minutes to and go. I, listen, but I, I don't like the, that, I don't, don't like the argument. The I don't like the argument just because one play happened. You're gonna try and act like you didn't play any more of the game. I wasn't even gonna talk about it. I just want to talk about James Harden shooting bad, and you just went off. But I'm, I'm sorry, I, I had to. I had to. I wasn't even. That's I had to. I, I agree with you because why. this shit, like this shit, infuriates me. Because guess what? You win that game, you don't say anything. You say, oh, well, it's two points. You still allowed them to come back from a 13-point lead. None of that does anything for describing how poorly James Harden shot. Well, listen, this is why I don't pick the Rockets because they have terrible defense. Oh, you got to either award us the win or let us replay it for eight minutes. Shut up. And that's why uh, people talk about, well, Russell Westbrook is a bigger upgrade than Chris Paul. Westbrook is just terrible on defense, bro. Like a, a championship team doesn't allow that to happen. The the argument between Westbrook versus Chris Paul was the fact that Chris Paul has a hard time staying healthy. So there is the chance, obviously, in a different universe where this plays out, and Chris Paul just isn't there for that game. And then guess what? They lose anyway. 
I'm just talking about overall. I just don't feel like Russell. I don't think Westbrook's that much of an upgrade because I don't, he doesn't nearly have the same backflip. Like no, no, no. He's not. The only upgrade that I saw what in the mean? version of that was the fact that Russell tends to play more games than Chris Paul okay. per year. So the fact that he's there for Again, the game. We're talking about logical people with basketball knowledge. I'm talking about the common. Every day guy on the internet is just like Westbrook's way. Well, they think Westbrook. Well, they think Westbrook is like a shoe in walking Hall of Famer just because he averaged triple well, double for two seasons. Name Smith, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I don't listen. I don't agree. That's why he's a walking Hall of Famer. But I think he is going to score twenty thousand points, and I think that he is a a dominant. I mean, it's like if T Max and Westbrook's in. And T-Mac's one of her players and the downplay T-Mac, but he's just like... Look, there's an argument that I had that I didn't even want to put Paul Pierce in mind, but kind of had to. Well, you do. He's, again, over 20,000 points, which seems to be the demarcation, and he's probably one of the greatest Celtics ever lived. Okay. He's not one of the greatest Celtics of all time? No, I'm just like, I, I don't, I'm not impressed by that. But back to the Being Rockets. one of the greatest players and one of the greatest sports franchises of all time matters. I get it. And he's going to get in because of that. But I don't... And personally he's the, speaking... And he's the glue of the Celtics championship. That's Kevin Garnett. It's Paul Pierce. It's Kevin Garnett. It's Paul Pierce. It's Kevin Garnett. It's Paul Pierce. We can agree to disagree, no, but it's Kevin it's, Garnett. It's Paul Pierce. It's, it's Kevin Garnett. It's Paul. He shit himself on court, okay? What is it going to do with being a glue of the team? Exactly. Shit gets he can't, sticky. He can't even keep his, his own shit together. Shit he can't keep his own shit together, and he's supposed to keep all the shit of the well, team together. Well, no, he did. It's Kevin Garnett. Paul Here's the thing. Seriously, though. Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett didn't even get along. Paul Pierce is the one that held that together. That's just a fact. I know. So it's Paul Pierce. It's the glue. All right. Now, they, could they have won without Kevin Garnett's defense? No. But we were they talking also, about keeping it. They uh, also could have. They also could have won without. Spray <laughs> <Paul laughs> shit himself. <laughs> this dude love bringing that up, bro. He should have said. Dude is crazy. He shit himself in the white pants. <laughs> so what I want to talk about with James Harden is. Shooting twenty nine percent on a fifty, which is the worst ever. Uh, other than that, only people to do that: Will Chamberlain and Russell Westbrook, who both shot around 39 percent. But to shoot twenty nine percent and score fifty points. Now, here's my question, and this is probably something I'm gonna post on Instagram as well. Is that do you think this is more so just the way Dan Tony runs his offense and James Harden, or is this also attributed to? How the way the game is played now with the lead changes because yes. I don't think in any other <laughs> yes no, I don't I, think I, think I just I don't want to say this I just think that I don't think this would happen in any other era than this I think that's kind of like Will did it because he was literally like the largest player on the court so he could get away with that well then by pure definition what you just said it doesn't it it can happen because it's happened before but the thing is is that. This is this is part of the reason why I just don't love the Rockets is because this works during the regular season, but when things get more physical in the playoffs and you're allowed in order to crowd up on people, no, you just put more hands on him and he's tired. And guess why? You shoot this much, you do this much throughout the course of the year, playing as many minutes as you get, you get exhausted. And this happens every year. That he puts up all these regular season stats, and then guess what happens to him at the end of the day? He shits the bed, like Paul Pierce did. 
It wasn't a bed. Huh? It was a wheelchair. Listen, the court, the court, the court is my bed because I live, sleep, and eat there. Woo! <laughs> Bars. Woo! Hot fire. Nah, but straight dialogue. It's just, it's gonna be the same thing that's gonna happen again. It's gonna be like, oh no, like we're kind of there, yada yada yada, this that. It's all gonna fizzle out. I, I look, I don't particularly care. For the Rockets. I don't... <clears throat> James Harden's allowed to do that. That's fine. But I'm not impressed. I mean, it's not impressive. There's another reason why I don't think he's going to win. He should be like in the MVP contest long term. Like I think he's going to fizzle out because I think he's going to have nights like that. Where he just shoots horribly, but because they call fouls so ticky-tacky during the regular season that he's going to put up these numbers... <clears throat> And how do we feel about that? Do we feel? Do you feel like? Listen, I'm not a fan of their style either, but I'm also not a fan of calling the game differently in the playoffs and in the season either. At the same I time, because to me it's two different seasons, and the intensity because it's so much shorter in the playoffs allows them in order to do certain things. So like to kind of so like just to kind of like the regular season is there for seeding in this very hyper, very competitive tournament that's going to happen. And the only thing you're doing is playing to see which slot you get into. We're going to call it differently. But once we're here, the, the thing ramps up to a totally different degree. Hence the reason why there's regular season MVP, there's a finals MVP. It's just different it's, statements. Speaking like, of which, I think they should, especially when they do this. I think they should actually change. I think they should make a champ of who wins the regular season to add some validation to that. I think they should add a playoff MVP. That's effectively a finals MVP. Nah, because Andre Iguodala would never win a playoff MVP. Well, we all know the reason why he did that. He did, I don't know why. The reason why that happened is because it was the LeBron effect. Whoever affects LeBron... Yeah, but LeBron still averaged like 30 points a game. That's and why we I said all, I don't No, no, no. That. And we all know, but the thing that it is is that those guys just are unwilling to vote anybody else outside the winning team. And it's kind of like... This guy was clear and above the best player. There's no reason why Andre Iguodala should have won that, that is one. Ridiculous. But he quote unquote kept LeBron in some form of check. But Which then you kind of go like, how is this keeping him in check? He's averaging thirty points a game. He's wasn't he having wasn't he averaging a triple double? Almost. Or that wasn't or that wasn't that year. No, it was almost. It was like he was averaging like. 30 points, like 10, 11 assists, but he only had like 8 or 9 boards. It was like just under... Like, and then considering double. his cast around him... Which the was fact, The fact that... And Tristan Thompson, like, the fact that you were even able to get somewhat close to those numbers with those guys there means a lot because the other team is playing defense. Man, I, I just... And that's why... And that's that's the real reason. I'm like, if we're gonna... If we're in a league where... The finals MVP is always going to go to the winning team no matter what happens. Do we need to have a playoff MVP? I'm okay with that. That's what I feel. But the way and I most also people... think we should also add, there should also be a... What, would you want a playoff MVP and then also a finals MVP yes. to make a delineation? Yes, I would because there are people who play great during the playoffs... You might not make the finals, but you might have played better all through the you're finals. Gonna ha- you're going to have to change... The way how people view winning and playing in those regards for like a playoff MVP to be there and then a finals MVP in order to be there because then at that point then you're kind of looking to break it off again and kind of say that 
The I regular am. season for the playoffs, the playoffs just for if, the finals, and the finals so should the be. Here's the thing. Let's say, let's say, to make it tough on you, let's say Mavericks make the playoffs, right? Yeah. Like a fourth seed or something, right? Mm-hmm. They make it to the Western Conference Finals. Luka literally averages a triple-double from the first round to the Western Conference Finals, but they lose to the Clippers or the Lakers, right? Then Kawhi comes in with his lower management, wins finals MVP because they beat whoever's out in the East, and he only averages 27-7. and seven. But he wins finals MVP. You don't think Luka deserves a playoff MVP for averaging a fucking triple-double in the first round of the Western Conference Finals? Look, think, That's crazy. I think Especially he if he doesn't win. So let's say Giannis wins the season MVP. Luka puts those numbers up in the playoffs, and then Kawhi gets a low management MVP in the finals like he did last season. Look, I think that... You don't feel weird about that? Look, I think you make a logical case, and I agree with you on that one. What I'm saying just is that it's harder to get the casual everyday fan in order to look at it because no one's going to say... Because the argument's going to... the beginning of the pod. I know what you're saying, but what I'm saying is that at the end of the day, what someone's going to say... I'm going to say it again. This ain't for the average Okay, but even though it's the podcast is not for the average <laughs> fan, but what we're implementing is for the average fan as well too. And all I'm saying is just that it's gonna be. It's easier if you. I think they do something at this or do something similar to this at the award ceremony, but it's not like a huge publicized thing where the players get to vote on who is the best player in the playoffs well, or something it else should like be that. A publicized thing. It, should it probably should, it and guess what? It gives them another reason. You know what? They could do that the same night that they do the draft uh, lottery right? to pick the spot so that this way we're not just watching them count down for a half an hour. You have the award ceremony. You try and make stretch it right. out to like an hour-long program. And another thing i like to implement too, now that we're on the awards... Because this is also an issue. We should also have, like, we have a defensive player of the year. They do it in hockey, too, I believe. We should have an offensive player of the year as well as MVP. So that way, like, with I this whole th- James I, Harden mm-hmm. thing, I, I, I think no, so. I think so. The reason the reason why I don't do that is because the award MVP is usually taken for the offensive guy anyway. Like, and I don't like that. Yeah, but then at that point, then you're kind of saying that it – so what if like the best defensive player is like the best offensive and defensive player that year? So you're gonna give them all three awards? Yes. All right. If if Anthony Davis was to lead the league in blocking and rebounding and scoring, yes, I would give Anthony Davis all three awards. See, what I would just do is I would just call him the most valuable player, and then I would say because defenses are often great, greatly overlooked aspect of the game that there's a defensive one. Most players when they're talking about. Most players, when you most people that you talk to, just in general, and you kind of go like, "Hey, you're talking about players," they go like, "Well, how many points does he normally score and stuff like that?" Like most people don't even understand defense to that degree well, in order to kind of even under to even begin to understand that, that's that level of conversation. I look at somebody like, even though you know we're very critical of James Harden, I look at him as like always averaging forty points. <coughs> and like, I don't think he deserves MVP, but I do think he deserves something for every fucking forty points a game. And that's my argument. And there's guys like that all year. And, I just feel, and there are guys who are like, we always say all the time, professional scorers. There are guys who are just great on... Okay. Yeah. There are guys who are just great on offense. Yeah. But on that note, hold on one second. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Why don't you like Reese's Pieces? I just said it because I don't like peanut butter in a pack with peanut butter. Right. But then you could just say, I don't like peanut butter rather than you saying, I don't like Reese's Pieces. But I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like like things that are predominantly peanut butter. That's fine, but you don't like peanut butter. 
don't like Reese's Pieces, dog. I try to, <laughs> I don't fuck with them at all. Like, I feel like if I put a different filling inside of like a Reese's Pieces, you would still like the Reese's Pieces. Because it wouldn't be Reese's Pieces, because it wouldn't be peanut butter. Reese's no. Pieces is a peanut butter cup, bro. Dog, what I'm saying <laughs> is a cup that of peanut butter coated with chocolate. <laughs> it would then cease to be a Reese's Pieces. You just don't like the concept of peanut butter, but it's not necessarily the cup of itself. Yes, it is. Oh, no. An original Reese's Pieces is a peanut butter cup. It says right. But what if I change Reese's it? What if they? Peanut, what if they? What if they it put like be a Reese's peanut butter cup? You know what they said? What happened? If they did like raspberry or something, else. it would be then it would be a Reese's raspberry cup. But they don't make those. I'm just saying, like I can make <laughs> one. They don't make those. So like if I was like, yo, you want Reese's Pieces got raspberry inside instead of peanut butter? You'd be like, yeah. I would try it, but yes, I would oh, try it. All right. So it's not really the whole concept of the cup. Yes, it is. It's the it's peanut the butter Reese's inside peanut the cup. Butter cup. <laughs> it's the peanut butter inside the cup. They don't make anything else. Other people do. Well, yeah, but they're not Reese's. I would call it that, though. I was like, you want a Reese's cup with some striped raspberry butter <laughs> on the inside? <laughs> what do you want? Yo, dude is bugging out right now. I am a little bit, man. Yo, you look shocked. You were just like... Shit, this is delicious. I was like, I hate Reese's cup. Your face is just like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, but who says that? <laughs> I do. I don't fuck with peanut butter, bro. Yeah, but you can just I say I don't like peanut butter jelly. Yeah, but you can just say, yo, I don't fuck with peanut butter now. I'm like, oh, okay, I understand. But like Reese's cup is supposed to be like this universally loved thing, and you're just like, I hate them. Wait, who said that? Who said it's supposed to be universally loved? I say it's supposed to be universally loved. Same way I say Barry Bonds didn't do steroids. That's not universal, dog. <laughs> it totally is. It's a, it's a true statement. True story. True story. Oh, that boy crazy. The facts point. on facts. I think I'm end up making some peanut butter cookies though. You just said you didn't like peanut butter. My girlfriend loves peanut butter. So why are you making them? For my girlfriend. I'm gonna make some flourless peanut butter cookies. Wait, what? Flower? What? Flourless mm. peanut butter cookies. No. Why, yeah. why is there no flour there? Because it makes it extra creamy and peanut buttery. It's like flourless chocolate cake. Yeah, I don't like that. You don't like chocolate cake? Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of chocolate cake. Wow. Well, not you know what? Not like pure chocolate, but like it's chocolate and then more chocolate. Like I couldn't eat the cake from Matilda that they had the fat kid eat. Couldn't do that. <laughs> That's too much chocolate. Like I'd have told that lady to fuck off. Like call my mom. I would eat the whole cake. I love chocolate. Yeah. I'm a chocolate. That's fine. You see me coming here with plain chocolate M Ms, plain chocolate Hershey's bars. Yeah, which is weird, dog. I love chocolate. Bro. <laughs> like what other snacks are you into? I had some Belgian chocolate gelato the other day. First of all, that just sounds like extra fancy and extra expensive for no fucking reason. It's not. They were $2.88 per pint. Extra cheap at the grocery store. <laughs> Maybe that's because it confused the people at the store how, how much, how fancy it actually is. Gelato? Gelato is fancy? You just, you just called it Belgium chocolate gelato. That's like, the flavor. It's yeah, but like you put, like, Yeah, but like you put all that together. Like someone's going, <laughs> like go to... Go to Habibi. Go to Habibi and tell him you want to sell some Belgian chocolate gelato. That shit ten dollars. He's not even charging you five. Just based off the name alone, he's like, "This is a ten dollar product." One hundred Habibi. That's over underneath the J Train um, by the pizza place I go to. They do. They sell the gelato, Talenti gelato. That shit is way overpriced compared to the grocery store. That shit is like seven dollars. I'm telling you. <laughs> but they also charge like seven dollars for hanging down the Ben and Jerry's. The grocery store just be beating people in the head. That's the corner store. The corner store be beating people in the head. How BB always beat people in the head. That's true. 
And the only reason, why, the only reason why you go to Habibi is because it's yo, close. And I, that, you, and I need that chopped cheese. You're you're paying for it's actually true. You're paying for convenience. The convenience is I don't got to take my ass all the way to BJ's. You go to BJ's and get the same thing, whole wholesale price. It's like cheaper. But Habibi always beats you in the head. Fucking orange juice. You go to the store and orange juice is like three dollars a gallon. You go to Habibi, charging like six fifty. Luckily, oh, we're not God. recording. Hmm? Luckily, we're not recording. I know. It's like he doesn't even know this. Like he comes in here and does this shit all the time. Actually, we are recording. I'm glad you know. Wait, we are. Yeah. This nigga bullshit. You're recording. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Why are you recording? Hey, guys. We're, hey, we're back from break. <laughs> are, you, are you serious? Yeah. Why are you recording grocery store conversation? Because it was a great intro back into the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Grocery store ice cream shopping and gelato shopping are not a great conversation. I feel like the audience just realized that we just had a really great conversation. Just so what it. you just said totally don't make no sense. <laughs> I enjoyed that conversation quite a bit. That has nothing... Even the Reese's Pieces? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay that you're wrong. I can't be wrong about that, my own taste buds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, I hate Reese's Pieces. I stand on that. You know what? That's actually a funny thing because I was actually talking to somebody about the Popeye's chicken sandwich and I was just like, yo, yo, it's okay, but I like Chick-fil-A better. And the dude's like literally trying to argue with me about... <laughs> My taste yeah, in that food. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like he's like, are you shooting the chicken? Taste. The chicken's better. The bun is softer. It's got butter, and I'm just like, it's got pickles, and I'm just like, Chick Fil A sandwich also has butter and pickles. I'm like, okay. Make that argument though. Chick-fil-A yeah, but I'm like, Chick Fil A sandwich is, in my opinion, like an actual sandwich because it has lettuce and tomato. It's got meat. It's got bread. It's got lettuce, and tomato, sometimes cheese, but no pickles <laughs> at all. Like, all you're basically telling me is that you just gave me a hood burger, two pieces of bread, some mayo, and you threw a piece of fried chicken on there. Like, that's what you get at Popeye's. I'm just like, I'm sorry, I need some extra on my sandwich. Like, do you guys have a ketchup option? Like, can we put something else on my sandwich, please? I don't know, I personally fuck both of them. I'm, I'm gonna Wendy's? Watch, I'm going to buy Chipotle for ice. Oh. Chipotle. Yes. I don't know what it is about Chipotle. I've been fucking Chipotle up for a while. Dude, you know who you gotta go to? You gotta go to Cordoba. Cordoba is the shit. What is that? It's just like Chick Fil A. They just don't charge you for the extra condiments. That's fire. Yeah. That's fire. Wait, I think what's the colors of it again? Uh, it's like orange. It's I, like orange and like a white bag. I think I've seen it, but I never like went in. Yeah, I order from them from time to time. Like the portions are good. Like it's it's a great spot. Wendy's Wendy's is probably the best of like traditional fast food in terms of burgers. Their burgers is better. Dude, that Junior Bacon Cheeseburger is clutch. They burgers killing Burger King and McDonald's. Like you can tell McDonald's ain't even real meat. I don't even know what McDonald's burgers are at this point. Eh, don't even eat them. But McDonald's do have the best nuggets. Mm. I don't even know what's in them nuggets. And they sweet and sour sauce is fire. The best thing to eat, the best fast food that I've ever seen to eat high is White Castle. White Castle, when you're high as shit, is like, it is like the best fucking thing. Like, here's I don't the, know here's what. The, here's the floor of White Castle, though. They fries like cafeteria fries. Yo, I hate their fucking fries. That's the thing. Bro, give me them chicken rings, though. Yo, what? Yo, chicken rings is fire. Chicken is fire, burgers is fire, but they got cafeteria food, french fries. I, I, I don't get the french fries from that. I don't crazy. want nothing. Like, nah, I don't want no fries. Here's another hot take. If it really records, it'll make a lot of people really mad. My mother makes a lot of people really mad right like, now. I don't understand why you keep asking. Oh, okay. like, we're eight minutes in. Like. Well, people are really mad right now. 
I do not fuck with Checkers Rally's fries at all. Way too much seasoning. <laughs> I do not fuck with the fries. Is, bro. It is a lot of seasoning. I was like, you can. Like, you gotta you gotta be vested to eat some of their fries, man. Yo, for real. I thought you were gonna do like a hot take where you was like, "Yo, I don't fuck with McDonald's fries," and I was just like, "Oh, that's crazy." Like, no, that's wild. <laughs> no, that's wild. The crazy kids. We're not going to do that. But checkers fries. Like, are you like, even human if you don't fuck with those fries? A lot fries? of people really rock heavy with checkers fries. No, nah, I, I don't like them. It's, it's too much too seasoning. Much, yeah, it's too much seasoning. <laughs> Yo, okay, uh, mid tier burger spot. What's Five that? Guys fries are superior. To what? Bruh. Basically everybody else. Like so, if we're talking about like burger spots, like five guys, their so fries. You like five like, guys fries better than smash burger fries. Yeah. Better than smash fries. Yeah. And better than because we're talking about mid tier, so I said they're the best. So like and it doesn't matter. Than Shake Shack. I just said that they're the best. Like I look, it's like it tastes like actual it's actual potato. You see the potatoes there. I mean, so here's the thing. I do enjoy Five Guys fries, so we're not gonna be blasphemous up here. However, they give you a lot, though. They give you a hell of a lot. My inner fat boy sometimes be like, "Yo, please don't give me so much." But here's the thing: I can't. I, I like that's kind of what I like about Five Guys. But as far as taste, I love them smash fries with the garlic. Like yo, Those smash fries is five. They give you I'm more saying, fries. But what I'm saying is, is like yo, like would you like if you had no choice, and like fries was like the condiment. To condiment, okay. No, that's what I'm saying. Like in my thing, like it is a condiment that comes down to <laughs> the same way how some southern people think that macaroni and cheese is a vegetable, but whatever. It's not as better than it's far superior. I'm not denying that. All I'm saying <laughs> is it's just that don't tell me to eat my vegetables and there's only macaroni and cheese on the plate. <laughs> this is not <laughs> That's crazy. You're not like, we're not going to have this conversation. Yo, we're not going to have this conversation. Because I don't ever want you to ask me to eat my vegetables again. I will eat all my vegetables if it's macaroni and cheese. That's all I'm saying. But I'm just like, yo, like, I prefer the taste of their fries better to anything else. Because for me, it's just like, it actually tastes, it's straight up cut potato fried. And the thing about them is that sometimes you get like a, a, a wiggly. So like it's not all super fried hard. Like some of it sometimes is like soft sometimes. Soft, I like soft and I'm fries just like, actually. Oh. I actually like soft fries. That's another hot take. I'm not really a crispy fry guy. I actually like the soft fries. I like the soft potato. I wanna go I wanna go to a five guys right now just to get me a nice milkshake and a large fries, man. They milkshake is suspect though. I ain't really worried with it. First of all, no. We Look, we they all they all high school kids. Like, yo, someone 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 give me something in here. Cause you know it's you know it's totally underrated and people are gonna look at me funny for this. What dunking your Wendy's fries in a frosty? That I shit. It's underrated. I mean, people. That shit is fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so tasty. But uh, I, I'm standing on. I like my smash fries. I like I like the little garlic seasoning. I just think it's fire. Okay, I, I probably like I, I would have that every once in a while. But like the I'm only not... problem with smash burgers now is they switch their burgers or something like that, and they're terrible. Oh, I remember no, like, last time you went to smash burgers, they changed the whole thing. Like they changed oh? the burger menu. They changed the type of meat. I think they used the burgers are smaller. The buns are different. Their burgers. Oh, that's not those those burgers were huge. Yeah, they're trash. Oh, okay. Smash burger trash. They only got fries. Oh, they're, they're, they're trash. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Shake Shack is good, but I feel like Shake Shack portions are hella small. 
And you know what? It's overpriced. Like it's super overpriced. I'm spending fifteen dollars. It only got one size shape. Not it's not even that. It's just like For yo, like it it's the regular fries, it's the burger, and I'm just like this, and I'm just like yo, like when I do comparative, if I spend fifteen dollars at Five Guys, oh, I literally burgers. have a bag of French fries. Oh, like yeah, fuck facts. you, like facts. Like, also bro. the fact that you really get to handpick your toppings, you can go crazy at Five Guys. Yeah, and over there it's just like I would oh, say overall we... Five Guys is superior to both of them. Yeah, just because of that reason. Although Five Guys. They hot dog price is crazy. Like I never get hot dogs. I'm just like, is this hot? Dog? I don't like I don't like hot dogs outside of Nathan's, and then even then, it's still like sometimes like I don't even want to fuss with that. Uh, yeah, Nathan's. If I go to if I go to Coney Island, any more than oh, like Nathan, twice Nathan's a summer, I gotta get I gotta get that. Oh, you got to, dude. Nathan's I fries. hate I hate what they did to Coney Island though. What they do to it? They made it all like fancy now. I don't know if it's fancy, but it's it's different than where it was before. Like. Okay. Dude, they don't even. Ma- they don't so even. So you ma- wanted it to be grungy. Yeah. <laughs> there was character. There was life there. This you thing. knew if you asked somebody in order to make you a funnel cake, the dude legitimately was making you a funnel cake on the spot. Yeah, they don't do that. No, no they're all fried in the morning and like baked, reheated. This is like this isn't what I asked for. That makes sense because when I last time I got a funnel cake, I think like a year or two ago, so wrapped in aluminum foil already. Like all they do is reheat it up. Like no, fry my shit on the spot. It did cool down way too fast. Aob, fry my shit up on the spot. Like nah, dog, fry my shit. Like that's wild. I don't want no reheated nothing. Oh well, you know we're using the oil. Yeah, to fry my shit. Bust my ass all the way over here. I want some actual funnel cake. Yeah, that's fresh, dog. That that's wild. That's crazy. But uh, the only thing I'm mad about is that Coney Island never kept up the arcade. The arcade suspect. Oh man, so many places didn't keep up the arcade. Although every time I go to Barcade, I play NBA Jam. <laughs> Cause he's on fire. When this podcast blows up, or we get this paper that we're supposed to. I definitely have my own arcade. That's something I always dreamed of. Always oh, yeah. That's always been a dream of mine, too. I have my own arcade. Yeah. Remember the arcade? Used to, what was it? Broadway Arcade used to be in Times Square. Had, like, three different levels. Yep. Broadway Arcade. No, that was the... Wasn't that Hard Rock? I think it was called Broadway. I forgot the name of it. I just okay. had three different levels. Because I thought that was the Hard Rock, and then, like, it had the arcade in there. But I think it was Broadway Arcade, and then they switched and it over to the Hard Rock. No, those two separate arcades. I don't even talking about now. Those two separate arcades. Because there, so like the har- there were, like, four arcade, <clears throat> arcades out there. Because there was, four, a, yeah, they had the there was Barcode. The Hard Rock, then mm-hmm. the Barcode, and then Broadway Arcade was, like, right on the strip where the movie theater is now. It had three different levels. And, and then there was, all the kids used to play DDR. They used to play Dance Dance Revolution all the time. But then there was also the arcade over there where you get to play laser tag at. Right. Right over there. And then the DDR machines and all that other stuff was also in the bowling alley import authority. Right. They had those too. Yeah, dog. That's all gone now. I miss I miss that <laughs> so much. That's, that's all. That's like, what's gone now. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, all the characters gone. That's Times bad. Square sucks. They <laughs> suck almost much as the Knicks. They still got the they still got the best movie theater though. The Knicks suck. <laughs> yeah, right. You gonna get jumped by Knicks fan one day, bro. <laughs> Somebody gonna catch us. And guess what? It's gonna be the easiest ass whooping that ever happened. It's gonna feel like feathers. I'm gonna oh no snap. Why? Because they're gonna suck at jumping me too. Okay. James Dolan's gonna ban you from 34th Street. I don't even want to go to 34th Street. So <laughs> many goddamn.
goddamn people. Switch me, Taurus. God. <laughs> Only reason why I would ever go there is for the Macy's so that this way you can get the fresh Godiva chocolate down in the basement. I thought she was going to say foot action because they got the little Jordan joint over there. No, nah, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm online. StockX. You know, I'm good. <laughs> I, I'm not we, I'm not leaving my house for that. We need to get one of them checks from StockX. Shout out we to you. Probably, we probably do. We probably do. <laughs> I'm using to get those uh, Jordan uh, slam dunks. Oh, the sixes? sixes? Yep. Fire. 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 I want them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Let's get to our last basketball topic, and this is basically general. Who do you have as the best team in the league right now? Ooh. Top to bottom, it's the Clippers. Uh, Most upside, because I'm not sure who they are, if they're the finished version of what they're going to be, is the Lakers. Okay. And yeah, I would go. <clears throat> I think the best team in the league right now is the Lakers. Which... They had a really easy schedule, like a really easy schedule for the first quarter of the season. They did. I think that's what they needed to get their momentum up. And I think sometimes it's a mental thing. And I feel like now that they're rolling, it's gonna be hard to stop them. And also, I think you said most potential. I'm going to go with my pick out. I think the Celtics. I think the Celtics have time to gel better and make certain adjustments. You see, the only problem that I had with them, which was the thing that they kind of got exposed with with the Bucks, that the Sixers, every once in a while when they play well, and even uh, the Celtics, I mean the uh, the Raptors, who, my God. They're balling. Yeah. But the the thing with them is that their lack of a big man like right, what, and that's why I say them and most I, potential they could get somebody. I don't know who. It's I don't know if the market's gonna open itself up like that this year. The reason why is because, unlike other years before in the past, you knew that a team if they were desperate would make that large sale jump there. But the field is kind of so open right now because it's not like the Clippers are blowing teams out by twenty points even when Kawhi's there. The Lakers aren't either. Lakers aren't doing it. There's yeah. no real, true, dominant so team out of there. Have a chance, right? So why would I want to blow this up, especially considering what it's going to cost people now when the price and the value of a first-round pick is now so much more expensive? I don't really see them making that move unless they're finally at the point where they're just like, we need to get off some of these cap, these draft picks because... We don't have the capital or the space for it, and we just got to go for broke on somebody, even if they're not good. But who's that guy? That's true. But also, I think beyond that, I think the Celtics, although they play well together, they could play better. I think there's still time for them to gel. This is like Kim was only his first season. Right. But the thing that I have is that you're still not going to. I don't see Robert Williams or anybody else that you brought in as a solution there. And I don't see. I don't. If you're as good as you're going to be this year, you're going to be picking very late in the draft again. This is true. So where exactly is this influx of talent coming in outside of you ma- magically finding this diamond in the rough, which is a little harder to I just, do? I don't think you need influx. I think you just need one hard-nosed guy to go get boards. I don't see that guy. I'm going to be honest with you. 
I watch a lot of college basketball. I don't see. Well, not through the draft. I mean, like, I don't Ooh. know. Morris Twitter. Somebody. Somebody to get some. Somebody be physical. Yeah, <laughs> but he signed up with the Knicks. The other one isn't as good. He's not as good, but I don't need him to be good when I got Kimba and I got Jaden Brown and I got Jason Tatum. I just need somebody to go get a rebound. Yeah, but it's also you're bringing in another wing. We're talking about at the five position down over there. Like, that's they've got wings and they've got talent throughout almost every other position, probably outside of shooting guard, depending on the lineup at the way how they do it, depending on how you want to play Brown and Tatum. I mean, I always look at Tatum as a long ass, too. He, he took a, he took part in that Kobe uh, school of thought out over there. He hasn't gotten as weird as Kyrie, but... <laughs> well, I think the issue with Kyrie is that he has the wrong skill set and size for Mamba mentality, whereas Jason Tatum is like 6'9", 2 guard. Yeah, he really does. That's it, <laughs> it, su- it sucks so much that the Nets are actually starting to play very well without him there. Okay, I thought that that's what we're going to end this with. As you bring this up, I'm sorry, we got to go full mode into this. I'm tired of the media protecting Kyrie. I get it that he's a great basketball talent. He's fucking but, weird. But every time, it's not about him being weird. It's like, so now he's not playing and the Nets are playing better. And people, I watch the TV and people are just like, well, we don't want to say it's because of Kyrie. Fam, how many times, like, how? So, I think he, he left Cleveland, they blame LeBron. Fine. He went to the Celtics or whatever. He got hurt. Cool. He comes back. They don't play well. Brooklyn plays good. Kyrie comes in the next season. They don't play well. Kyrie goes out. Brooklyn plays better. Like, fam. Like, does he have to go to another team for this to happen? Everybody be like, it's Kyrie. That's that's my problem. Yeah. I'm not taking away from none of his talents. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying. I just disagree. I, I just disagree. It's just like, fam, you, we let you get a pass. We let you blame LeBron even though LeBron didn't do anything. Even though LeBron was completely clueless that you even had a problem. He wanted. Farin, he was begging for you to come back too. Yeah, there's got, a chance. Look, I still say this. We, we let you get that off. I did. Everybody let you get that off. You go to the Celtics. It doesn't work. You don't get along with Jalen Brown or whoever else. We let you get that off. Now you're with the Nets. They play worse. You go out. They play better. Can we just fail? He's just not a good team player, fam. He's I not. just don't know what to tell. I don't know. And it's and you know what? That's fine too, but you also need a system that's there that just allows him to score without him overly dominating the ball. Like I said before, the move that you have is to put the ball in the hands of Karis Avert or Spencer Dinwiddie and you run it that way and you kind of go like, yo, and like listen, I agree with you in theory and in principle, but is Kyrie going to be like, okay, Karis LeVert and Spencer Dinwiddie can, can, can bring the ball up court? The only person that could probably get him in order to do it's that is Kevin Durant. It's Kevin Durant. And he's like, yo, this is how we're going to win. And then, he, and then what he's going to say is like, yo, I'm going to be doing this next year. Where I'm bringing the ball up the court. And we're going to spot you up for when you need your buckets, but Listen. you're not passing into the flow of the offense and dudes are standing around. You've hey. got the reigning three-point shooter and you're not utilizing so it. So here goes a hot take. This probably going to wrap up the show. Kyrie is a glorified Williams. Somebody put this man as a six-man. <laughs> Let him come off the bench and score, bro. I'm sorry. You can't get along with starters. You're not even an average defender. Bro, I, I can't. I just can't. I just, I just can't. Everybody, everybody else is giving him a chance. I'm done with Kyrie. I'm finished. 
I think the thing is that That's the reason me. why I'm people are still so high on him is because he's still relatively young. He's like 27, 28. Like in terms of league standard, like he's not on the way out. Right, but the only issue with that is point guards, especially smaller point guards, have a shorter lifespan in the league. Yeah. That's the other thing too. Like you too little be acting like this. And <laughs> it's the one it's the one thing about that highlight. He hit the highlight, he hit that shot, and that just put him in a different plateau of he how people finals. it's right. just how people view him. And then it's also the scenario especially, that shout out to I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I say this because this is just something that just gets my gut. Okay? That I'm, was the oldest shit you've ever said. Because this is how upset I am. I'm tired of you Kyrie fans out here and LeBron haters, both of y'all in the group, talking about, oh, it was Kyrie that won that championship for no, LeBron. Wasn't. It, but tell me you haven't seen that online and heard that conversation. Oh, yeah, cause, because they're prisoners mm. of the moment. And I said, you're going to be the same people that in 10 years or 15 years, when Luka Doncic is considered all that great, you're going to be like, Oh, he's good, but he's no LeBron. I watched LeBron. I seen him put up all those points on the Pistons, well, and he no did LeBron, this, though. and he did. Look, it's gonna, it's gonna keep happening the same way. It's the same thing that happened. It's the same thing that happened with Kobe. But right now, Luca's no LeBron. Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't see that as a big thing. He's very, <laughs> I'm just joking. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like he's comparable to twenty year old LeBron. We gotta see what you do in the playoffs because Luca. Was this Lucas second or third season? Second. Okay. This is the reason why it's such a stark jump. I was looking at his numbers today. You know, he jumped up over nine points a game. Because you know next season he got to go to the finals if you compare to LeBron. LeBron went in his third season? I think it was, was it third or fourth. I thought it was a fourth season. Because he didn't make the playoffs the first time. Oh, well, he definitely didn't make the playoffs the first time. But he did right. make the playoffs second season. Yeah. I don't think he got. I don't think he went to the finals until he was four, four seasons in. Let's see. Because that would have been, what, 05? He got drafted in 03. 03, 04, 05, yeah. Yeah, I think it's his third season. Oh, man. <laughs> Luka got some, got some <laughs> challenges together. It could be. I mean, listen, it's a possibility. It's just going to be difficult. Cause, listen, it's, it's bullshit. I would say that to just be funny. It's not, it's not a fair comparison. Like... LeBron did beat the Pistons who are a great team, but Luka has to go up against fucking LeBron and against Kawhi and Paul George. I'm joking. It's not no fair comparison. That's not... Like, Unless they go up against each other first. <laughs> but I'm just... I'm just talking about... I'm also saying, because you're not... Because you're not redoing the seating and stuff like that, technically speaking, the Mavericks have... The Mavericks are right there next to them. Here's the thing. The only problem I have with the Mavericks and them being in the playoffs is they have no playoff experience, and I don't trust anybody. This is a crazy thing to say, <laughs> especially with Luka being in his second season. He's the one I trust in the playoffs, and he ain't never been. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I trust Tim Hardaway Jr. Seth is Christoph Zingas in the playoffs. It's fucked up to say that. I trust Seth. I trust Seth. He hit some big shots at Duke. I trust him. This, I, <laughs> this nigga here and all that. No, <laughs> no I was going to say, I also, tr- I trust Rick Carlisle more than anything else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I figured, but like, once they, get to, play. Once, they get, once they get to the playoffs and everything else like that, I think it's, it's, you'll see the brilliance of Rick Carlisle start to really shine. And I also think that, remember, Luca's been, the thing about Luca is that, He's been a professional for like but how many years I say, now? Though, 
Hmm? What did I say? Yeah, he's never been in the NBA no, playoffs. No, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is... He's the only one you trust. Right. I'm not even... What you're saying is basically fine with me. What I'm saying is I don't trust the other niggas on the team. I think... <laughs> but, look, all I'm saying is, watch. He's saying. He going to have a 40, 20, or 15 in one game. And then you know what I'm going to... He going to lose, and then all I'm going to do is... I'm going to look around there and I'm going to go like, are we are we ready to crown him? Can we crown him and then already? You're gonna be like, and you're going to be like, you know, what about that playoff MVP? <laughs> look, I'm already a fan of that. I just don't think that most people would generally get the idea and concept behind it. We need a playoff MVP and we need an offensive player of the year award. I said it. Okay. That way we could stop James Harden from crying. He's waiting to MVP, dog. He, he was an MVP the year that he won it. And technically speaking, I think I he should. I don't think he was. I think he was a better player the year that Russ beat him out for it. We, was he, he just. Yeah. He was shooting better. He was scoring more points. He had more. Uh, he had more assists. Was that a product of him being better than Russ or was that a product of him having a better coach organization? The team was also better. Like, I don't. But, that, but that's. I don't. Look, that's. That's that's still not even fair because the thing it, is, is it, that it is fair because with I feel like James's James's rebounds were different from Russ's rebounds. Russ's rebounds, the whole team didn't fight for rebounds. Steven Adams and all the big guys would clear out the moment they boxed out in order to start running up the court to allow Russ in order to get it. It's not within the normal flow where the big man would go fight for it and then pass it up. That's true too. They well, stat padded his thing to well, help him get well, what I'm the triple double. Dan Tony and Maury believe in James Harden and the way he plays the game. So they built a team around him. Russ was playing with a team that was built around him and Kevin Durant. Yeah, but he didn't win it that first year. It was the sec- it was the second uh, it was the second year after the thing went off. They had already started they had already started bringing in other pieces for him in order to What I'm saying is that James Harden's team was better built to uh, accentuate his talent, and I don't think Russ ever had a team like that. My personal opinion. I mean, that's that's just my because then you opinion. could because then you could argue that for almost anybody that it's about the team because then you could say, well, LeBron well, no. got a lot of his stats because they always build the team around to accentuate him, and he never actually has to fit into a system. The system molds itself around LeBron James, and it's just like well, no, but that's different to me. This is why. LeBron's talent is to make everybody else better. James Harden's talent is not to make everybody else better. What they did was they looked at what James Harden does and they put a team around him. That that's because totally are we talking about Kevin McHale or are we talking about Dan Tony? Because the way that he ended up playing with Kevin McHale was somewhat out of necessity, and then they kept running the same team. The only time that they switched it under Dan Tony was after it became clear that James isn't gonna go running up and down this court as fast as you want to. And it works better for him in a in a one on one, and because he's good at getting fouls, you can exploit that. Like the difference between Kevin McHale and their system was that it was a lot more free flowing. Yeah, but, but my point is like Westbrook should be like in a fast break type of offense, and you got Stephen Adams there who's not really a rim running center. Like it just sort of things that I'm like, yeah, he, he doesn't necessarily have to be a rim running center, but he's a good enough passer to get the outlet. And if you wanted to do something like that. He's a banger that's going to get that rebound, a quick out, and then start pushing. Like, the thing was is that I just don't think that Westbrook is. Look, Westbrook doesn't have it. Whatever it is, defines it. I don't see it in him. What like what we? I don't know how to explain it, but 
it's the feeling that you see. It's the feeling that you get when you watch a player, right? Regardless of how great they are, and somewhere in your mind you go like. But what is it like? He doesn't have what it is to be the best in the league, be a champion. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he has it in him in order to do the things that are necessary or to transcend what he already is to take it to another level. Like there's LeBron, and then there's like playoff LeBron, where you're like, you're like, he even after playing all this season found a way to ratchet up his game in a way that like he's not moving like this during the regular season. Like. There's something that when you watch certain players, there's like something about them that like it stands out to me and it kind of goes like when you watch Tim Duncan and you knew that Tim Duncan was in the mood and then all of a sudden you'd see him and you kind of go like all eyes are on so, this dude because so he's is... that he's that nigga right now. That's who he is. And like, I don't yeah, see it see, from Tim, him. See, Tim Duncan is different though because I don't think that Tim Duncan ratches it up how he plays. It's just like He's already so efficient, and he his basketball IQ is so high. He just makes the right plays every fucking game. But okay, over. he's like a robot. Okay, or even better, even better analogy. Kawhi. Kawhi last year, or even because I'm a Mavs fan, I will say Dirk in 11 when they were playing that entire playoff run. When you were just looking at him, and you were just like, Nah, he's. There's something special about what he's doing right now that I don't know how to put my finger on it, but whatever. Like, I, so here's here's a question, right? So take Kawhi and LeBron out. Who do you think has the ability to turn it up in the playoffs? Because a lot of that, outside of those two, a lot of that is going to determine who's going to win the championship. We know LeBron can do it. We've seen it. We know Kawhi can do it. We've seen it. We haven't seen Paul George do it. No. We haven't seen Kyrie do it. We've seen... Uh, it's hard for Kyrie because he's never had to do it on his own. But well, you've that's what seen... We haven't seen it. No, but you've seen aspects of him when he's been playing with LeBron. And it's like right. that that he's, game when they both scored 40 and you were looking at it and you were like, nothing on this planet can stop these two right now. Right. That's we're just talking it. about right now. That's what I'm saying. Like... Who, who do you think right now can turn it up? <laughs> it's, uh, can yeah, you think? Because that's the thing with Giannis. Everybody's like they feel like I don't Giannis think, might have to no, the level. No, even with him shooting better this season, you don't think he can turn it up? I don't know because I think the deficiencies are still there. It's a shot. He is shooting better. And the problem is that you need your shot to open it up. Like Dame, Dame is one of those guys that you look at and you kind of go like, "Well, I don't think Dame is ever going to win a ship," which is unfortunate if he stays. In Portland, he's one of those guys that you can look at and kind of go like, him taking that shot against Paul George last year. Yeah. Every confidence in the world when he start when he started to do a slow up, I was like, he knows he's gonna make this shot. <laughs> like, it's it's just something about the mentality and the attitude of the person. Like, as much as like I want to joke around and I want to say this is bullshit, it's the same feeling I get when I see Luca. It's like. There's just something about a player in those moments when, like, they're clutch and you're just like, I don't, like, certain players are just born with that clutch so gene. So you think right now nobody else in the league has that but Kawhi LeBron right now? Everybody has at least to prove it. I'm not saying they don't have to pitch, but if right they're going to make, if they're going to be in the playoffs, yeah, they have to prove it. Right. So, you, okay. Because there's nobody, look, it, it, go through the, go through it. Who else? I was, who else? Ask, I was No, but you. what I'm saying is, like, who else is on a team Right now, that's 
that's one a ship that you're gonna look at and you're kind of gonna kind of go like, I don't think Pascal Siakam might be somebody where in you kind of go maybe, like, yeah. Even this year, in a sense, where it's just like him He's going in up, there yeah, being that guy, and you're just like. I could see him trying a little bit harder and it just works out for him. I could see that. I could kind of see it. It's unfortunate, like you said, with the Damon thing because it's just like he does have it in him, but that's where you look at like where size does matter, where it's just like he has you have the to will. Shoot further and further away from the basket to get it. He has the will and the skill, but it's just like there are certain things he just can't take over in a game. Right. He can't, like, like LeBron or somebody like that, or even Kawhi, they could just physically just go. I'm going to go get this basket right now. Because this is what I'm going to do, and nobody else is going to stop me, and not you, not your mama, not your mama's mama, nobody. Not I, want, <laughs> I want this right now. And there's just something about it that kind of goes like, that's it. I guess I guess we're going to see in the playoffs. Like I said, there's a couple people that so maybe So basically what you're saying is, is that the championship is going to LA no matter who, what team it is. Oh, I think that's, yeah, I think that's, whoever comes out of the West is going to win that shit. And if the Rockets win, we both going to look at nuts. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they are. I like, don't think so either, genuinely, but I'm just saying if they do, because all the shit we've been talking about. I don't think the look, teams are good enough. They just look nuts. I, I really don't. Like, imagine, I, I don't either, imagine his, playoff LeBron he, actually playing defense against you. Like, that the, is a scary his, proposition. Here's the scary thing about both the Clippers and the Lakers, right? They both could be fucked over by injury. Well, that's any team, and that's that's yeah, not. It's higher for them just because, like you said before. The last yeah, but that's also not that's also not fair. Though. Something's wrong with Kawhi. No, I'm just saying that in terms of the Rockets winning, there's a possibility that something could still be wrong with Kawhi. Mm-hmm. And LeBron is at a certain age where certain injuries are going to nag him more so than when he was younger. I, it's hypothetical. It's just you see, there there's a thing about that that I like to discredit. It's like. This is the first time in a long time that he's actually ever had to rest. Because if you think about oh, that's it, fact. like he's but, been in the but, finals for like eight years in a row. That's fact, but father time, mother nature are undefeated. Right. But all I'm saying is that you having the longest break that you've had since like your second season in terms of missing the playoffs, not being in there at all, you getting to rest from the end of the season to basically when you got there, I think that did wonders for his body. Of course. But but 35 and NBA is still 35. Right. And I think this is only about two, maybe three people. Pascal Siakam, maybe Luca, and Dame, if they could somehow make it. They're not going to make it. They just did. They, they I, wish, I wish I saw Jamal Murray more because I think he might, but I don't watch enough Nuggets in order to oh, really get a, yeah. to get a real feeling for him. He's just very inconsistent. There's <laughs> there's a potential for Kemba. Yeah, but he's another person like Dane where it's the size. I know it's the size, but you'll be able to see it more with the talent around him, especially if he just starts doing... I think we see it a lot during the season, but I think the teams that he's run into, whether you put like a bigger player who can move on him, but they have Ben Simmons guarding him, or where they put Paul George or Kawhi on him, it's just like... It's not fair. But it's like, it's like, fam. That's like. actually one of the reasons why I kind of hope that the Clippers don't maintain a top four seed. And I kind of wish that they would fall down to maybe like the fifth or the sixth by the end of the season. Because... I think that the Lakers are, the, are legitimately one of the only teams out over there that have a actual chance 
of beating that team with the way how it's constructed. You're probably right. Like I, I think just in terms of a pure matchup out in the West, you either have to be a, a strategic genius, like a pop, if somebody somehow they figured out, like where he could figure out something about what they're doing and maybe he just gets it just enough that the talent works out. But I don't think that would happen in that scenario. Yeah, I mean, that's but, why, although like everybody knows how big of a LeBron fan we are, I picked the Clippers just because it's just their defense, man. It's just like, I don't... That's it, it's like this. it's like they're even because their defense is the best defense in the league. It's gonna be the best defense in the league, but they also don't have an answer for Anthony Davis. <clears throat> I was and no one else has an answer for Anthony Davis either. I was telling my boy, I was telling my boy that uh, at work earlier today, and I just said, I think what the Lakers are gonna start experimenting with after the All Star break is Anthony Davis starting some minutes at center. I know he doesn't want to, but I still think their best lineup is going to be Anthony Davis at the center, LeBron at the one, and then just three other shooters around there with one of them being Kuzma. And I think that's their best offensive that's, lineup that they could run. That's obviously their best lineup, but again, like you said, the big thing has always been he just don't want to play center. And that's why I said in the playoffs. And I said, you don't do it during the regular season to conserve your body and everything else like that. Right. But then when the playoffs come... Remember, I mean, you're playing it. You're actually playing his game is extended to the point where he doesn't even generally have to be in the paint all the time. I'm moving the big out of the paint. You said Mark out those threes the other night. Mm hmm. You got to defend him out there. Yeah. And all I'm saying is that once you start crowding up on him, that's an open lane for LeBron. And there are still not many players in the league that, that could stop him once he's got, once he's rolled that left shoulder past you. The only problem is that LeBron got to get guarded by Kawhi and Paul George. There's nobody to stop him, but you you got the right two people on your team to be like, we're gonna throw these two guys at you, right? And that's the for thing. Seven games. That's the reason why I'm just like, you gotta hope that Kuz kind of gets up. in there because the moment you double him, he's gotta find the open shooter, and you gotta have faith in whoever you're yeah, passing the ball Kuz to. Kuz and Danny Green gotta knock down shots. Yep, they have to. They it's like. Otherwise, those are going to be the quote unquote others for that one to happen. Yeah, yeah, the shooters because let me as great as LeBron is, we're talking about two all star level defenders that are going to guard him all night long. And then at certain points, they're actually going to trap him. Definitely going to trap him to a double team. Especially if the Lakers end up like getting a lead or something like that, he's definitely getting trapped in the playoffs. Can you? Oh my! You know how difficult that fucking sounds to get Paul around George that, and, Kawhi Leonard? and then have Pat Beverly spying on your passing lanes. Oh fuck, man! <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not even fair. Yeah, that's all. Just like, uh, yeah, that, that's why they're like again, the Clippers and the uh, Celtics are my pick to be in the finals, and they played a great game earlier this season. And I, I think that's the thing that why they're a great matchup because. Although Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, neither one of them are LeBron, it's like you have to respect them so you can separate. Like you can't trap Jalen Brown because he'll give the ball to Tatum. That's the reason why. Trap. That's the reason I'm saying it's very important. It's it's another thing Look I also Kuzma brought up. Played, I know. actually asked them if they made the right decision between Kuzma and Ingram, considering how well Ingram's playing this year. But no one saw that. 
And I wanted to be. There were who, there were flashes of it last year before he had that heart thing. Remember, he had that stretch where he was scoring like thirty a game, and it was and it was there, and it was just like, well, they want him or Kuz, and they thought that Kuz was the better one. And I'm just like, there is the, there's the argument that maybe you should have been better off with Ingram, because now imagine it, you've got another lanky guy that can score. And this year, he's been killing it. But I don't think anybody knew. Like, to me, like I said at the beginning of the season, like, I, Ingram wasn't putting up numbers, and I didn't know what or who he was. Which, but it's like, well, I don't know what you are, and you're not putting up numbers, so I don't. I look at Kuzma like, oh, like. I know you're a shooter. Yeah. So shoot. You're basically like a stretch big, so I know, I know what you are. Now it's like, yeah, Brandon Ingram, he's also candidate for like probably most of the player as well. And you I can regret what I wrong, but it did there was just so much unknown. Yeah. Besides the health. And then you add the health on to it, it's just like, I don't know what's going on, man. Like I don't I don't but he probably right now looks like a better player. Yeah. Uh, man. This is a great pot. Yeah. Yeah. So, went over snacks. So we're, we're we're gonna wrap this up. Of course. Just man. like you want to wrap up the nasty ass Reese's pieces. First of all, why, 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 why? You don't like the peanut butter. Just say you don't like the peanut butter. Stop disrespecting the unity that is Reese's Pieces. Okay? And Reese's Cups. They're all right? peanut butter cups. They're delicious. No, you they're just not. don't like... The only reason why you don't find them delicious is because you don't like peanut butter. I don't like peanut butter. But you like chocolate. I love chocolate. So that means you like 50% of this, and the part that you don't like is the peanut butter. Reese's Pieces is way more... It's like 65% peanut butter. All I'm saying is you don't like the part that's peanut butter. It's not like you have a problem with Most of chocolate. The cup is peanut butter. It doesn't matter. There's it still chocolate. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does. It matters a lot. No, it doesn't. It matters to me. I, you know you're wrong. They're not in my Hall of Fame of cookies. That's fine. They're not in my Hall of Fame of cookies either. Or cups. That's fine. They're not in mine either. But I'm not going to have you disrespect them out over here just because you don't like peanut butter. You have no problem with chocolate. Just saying. <laughs> 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 On that note, later, guys. <laughs>